What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I am your host, Julian, and today I do have Javar back on the pod to help me talk about everything that's gone down in the NBA over the past few weeks. There's been some major free agent signings, some big trades, a lot of winners, a lot of losers of the NBA free agency market, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, I know a lot of people like to say that I don't give credit to, you know, the Hawks, <laughs> but I promise we're going to talk about the Hawks today. I think the Hawks did really well in free agency. Um, of course, we're going to talk about the Clippers. Unfortunately, we're going to talk about the Lakers because, of course, I think they won free agency. And there's so many teams we're going to talk about, guys. We're going to talk about the possible trade for the Houston Rockets with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Um, we're going to talk about KD and Kyrie in Brooklyn. There's so much to get into, guys. So many great deals. Uh, can't for you guys to hear it. If you're new to the pod, please hit that subscribe button. It really does help the pod grow. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave me that five-star review. And um, I think that's everything, guys. So let's go ahead and get to the episode. All right, brother, we're back, man. We got another episode to do. There's been a lot, a lot of NBA news that's gone down. Um, what a time, man. What a time. <laughs> There's just so much stuff happening. It's crazy. Uh, people thought that this wouldn't be like a typical free agency period and um boy were they wrong um obviously you know the the names aren't as big but pizzas are moving dominoes are falling um but before we get into everything man how you doing over there like what's going on with you hey i'm doing good um happy early thanksgiving um yeah i mean yeah like you said i've I've thoroughly entertained by uh, all the movement in the nba offseason i guess this is how it is ever since they uh shortened the contracts it's just you know guys are available every couple years um and they just they teams like to make trades players like to keep it moving and that's i guess it's good for fans i don't know yeah yeah man we'll see we'll see so i kind of based this pod you know this is something that we talked about it kind of like a winners and losers type thing about free agency obviously free agency isn't over there's still moves to make but as it stands right now there's been a lot of deals um there's there's like four or five teams that have money left to spend at this point so I think now is, is a is a good as time as any to kind of get into everything. And I want to start with a team that people people always say that I, I never give this team any credit. I never give them any any shine. I never shout them out. I want to talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Caw-caw, caw-caw. <laughs> so I mean, shout out to the Hawks. I honestly think that they got better. They they signed uh Danilo Danilo Gallinari. Um, I wouldn't have paid him that much money, but I guess they didn't really have a choice. They gave him three years, $61 million. Um, they took Rondo from us. Uh, apparently, he wanted a larger role, and I'll, I'll let you speak to that. Um, they got Chris Dunn, who's a pretty good young point guard. Apparently, he's really good on defense, which is something I haven't seen. But he's been in Chicago and Minnesota, so I would never watch them anyway. Um, and it looks like they they uh, put in an offer to get Bojan Bogdanovic from the Kings, who was a really good young player. He hit that game winner against us. Um, dude, I like what the Hawks are doing. I, I'm I'm really for it. I mean, but what's your thoughts on w- what you've seen so far with the Hawks? Yeah. Um. So you I mean you can't help but be happy as you know if you're a Hawks fan, right? I mean, they're yep. they're actually trying to make make <laughs> progress and take steps forward. Um, and just sign some veterans that can help some shooting and some some uh, some defense, some some higher IQ. Um, you also have to remember Clint Capella, who they traded for last year. He didn't really get mm. to play, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he'll get a full season for him. And uh, they'll probably uh, give John Collins a new deal. That's still undecided. But, uh, you know, just assume that he'll be back, too. So, all in all, I mean, they've got a good, talented young team. I mean, yep. you know, you got Trey Young. Um, probably start Bogdanovich. Uh, I think it's Bogdan instead of Bojan, right? Probably, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Assuming the Kings don't match, um, which I don't think they will, they got they got too much salary tied up. They just paid Aaron Fox a max. Uh, they already got Buddy Hill making a lot of money. Harrison Barnes, you know, so I don't I don't think they can afford Bogdanovich. Um, and uh, I like Rondo uh, coming off the bench, um, you know, and giving Trey Trey Young, you know, veteran presence, vet, some pointers. Um, Chris Dunn, he actually is pretty good defensively. He can't really do much else, but he could defend. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you hope that Cam Reddish and Herter and uh, all those guys get better. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I don't see any reason why they can't be in the mix for the eight seed at least. And, you know, now <laughs> since since the uh, they have the 
the the play in right up to the 10 seed. So mm-hmm. you figure the Hawks would be there uh, competing for a playoff spot. And, you know, and the, the arc of a young team, that's kind of what you want. Right. This is basically on Trey Young's timeline. This would be his third year. Um, he's made the all star team, put up numbers. So now he wants to win. And, yeah. um, you know, you'd like to see it. So they should be able so- to do that. Yeah, man. So, like, I, I totally agree. I, I do want to say there's a lot of Hawks fans that they really think the Hawks are going to be like a top four team in the East. And I I know the East is bad, but guys, stop. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> there, there, there's no way. Um, I mean, obviously, living living in Atlanta, I would like to see it just so I can go to playoff games if that's ever a thing. But this team has presently constructed. I I just I just don't see it. Um, but you I mean, know, best case scenario up. where I don't know about top four, but best case, I mean, because I mean, look, because what well, we got, the, just count. We got the bucks. We got the we figure. The, the Sixers would be around there that he, the, heat, <coughs> the Celtics. Nets, the Celtics. So that's five right there up the top. The Raptors, yep, uh, six. Raptors, yeah. And then, you know, the Pacers would be there. So, I mean, that, that's tough to crack. Um, yeah, but they, Detroit they sh- got better. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Jeremy Grant oh. and uh, Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin. The big Let's three. Let's go, baby. <laughs> big three. <laughs> Speed McKaylick. Speed Kentucky, baby. Or Kansas. My bad. And the but, six centers they signed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, shout out. Shout out to the Detroit Pistons fans. I know it's tough out here. And I, I know some of y'all listen to the pod, too. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry too because we, we, get on, we get on the Pistons every time. It's <laughs> really not, nothing redeemed. I mean, I I, I kind of like their draft. I, I don't really know, know too much about the draft, but um, you know they, they they got a few young guys. But man, I don't know what else is going on over there. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to another team that I honestly think got better, um, and that's the Boston Celtics. Uh, they oh. had they they just had too many guys. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. they had too many guys. Okay. At one point, they 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 had they had five guys trying to get the ball, and it it just wasn't working. Period. So they, I mean, somehow they, they got out of the. Well, I guess Hayward opted out of his contract, and he went to Charlotte, which Charlotte is ridiculous for paying him that amount of money. But okay. Um. But they they maxed out Tatum, which I love. Like he's he's the guy clearly. So lock him up now. Five years, one hundred ninety-five mil. It's yours. And they 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 signed Tristan Thompson. They needed a big, somebody that can rebound, somebody that can defend, somebody that can hold down the paint, and Tristan Thompson is that guy. I, I honestly think losing Gordon Hayward, gaining Tristan Thompson, op- it opens up the floor for Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum to actually do their thing. Now, who knows what they're going to do at Kemba because his name is getting thrown in the mud in Boston. Um, I, I, and I, I know people are, people are mad that uh, Gordon Hayward basically left for nothing. Um, but I honestly think that the Celtics are a better basketball team right now. What about you? You make good points. I mean, I, I think Hayward was good for them last year when he was healthy, um, you know, because the previous two years he's just been injured, hasn't really been able to do much. Last year he was he was okay for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you make good points that, uh, you know, Jalen Brown, he's, he's getting better and better every year, and you probably just want to unleash the beast and just stop, you know, so he stopped looking over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, worrying about playing time. Same with uh, Marcus Smart. Uh, Jason Tatum pretty much emerged as the alpha dog. He was going to get his shots and stuff anyway, numbers anyway. But, um, I mean, you make a good point because I'm, I'm kind of stuck on, like, losing the asset. I mean, cause for the yeah. Celtics, I mean, man, they had they had all these guys. They had Horford, Kyrie mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. uh, instead of Kimba. Uh, Hayward, Brown, Smart, Tatum. And then now all of a sudden they just lost Horford, lost Kyrie, now lost Hayward. I mean, that's tough. But, yeah, yeah I mean, they still might come out better in the end, but you just hate to have to lose the asset. They, they sure traded Hayward or, you know, traded these guys for something. Right. Um, but Tristan Thompson, I think, would be good for them. I think they probably wanted someone like Abaka more uh, that could space the floor a little bit. But yeah. Thompson will be good for what they need. Um, like you said, just a guy that could come in and, and – uh, put put up a fight against Embiid and and you know the the, the size that you may see in content against contenders uh, help with Giannis stuff like that. Uh, yeah. They still might need another big. I don't. I, I like Tice, but he's like six eight. Tristan Thompson, Tristan Thompson's like six nine. <laughs> so they they could probably use like a 
uh, a serviceable big, not not Taco Fall. <laughs> um, also, I like Jeff <laughs> T. Taco. 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 No, yeah, Jeff <laughs> T. Yeah, old Atlanta Hawk. Yep. So, I mean, I I think at, at, at worst, um, they might have gotten a little worse, um, but mm. uh, you know, in, in the like regular season record wise. Oh, but okay. I think when it comes down to them, the playoffs, I think they're probably best to just yeah, just know who's going to be out there instead of worrying about trying to divvy up the minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I I think I think this Celtics team is probably the most dangerous because they they don't have that that look over your shoulder mentality that you mentioned anymore. Like as of right now, the roles are defined. Like you guys know who's number one, number two, or number three, so y'all can go and do your thing. So. I'm going to look out for the Celtics this year. Um, let's talk about Philly, though. Philly, Philadelphia 76ers. Daryl Morey has been putting in work. Uh, new Sixers GM. I mean, he managed to get shooters around his guys, like Seth Curry and Danny Green. And now he went and signed Dwight Howard, stolen from us. So um, what, what do you think, man? Like, how do, you, how, how do you think this helps boost Philly in the Eastern Conference? And he also didn't mention that they got rid of Al Horford, um, yeah, and his contract and clogging up the you know the lane. So I mean, the roster makes sense, right? It's kind of going back to how they were a couple years ago when they had JJ Redick and um, Ilya Sova, uh, yeah, yeah, Ilya Sova and Bellinelli and all those guys. Yeah, um, you know, just Simmons and Embiid and then shooters and you know role players that make sense. So mm-hmm. you know. Daryl Morey, he, he moved quick. I mean, he basically just threw out everything Elton Brand did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, it's for the better. Uh, I think they honestly are some of the big winners of the offseason. I think I like their outlook a lot better. I mean, honestly, mm. I won't be surprised now if they're contenders in the East. Like, if it comes, wow. like, I, I like Philly, Nets, and Heat right now. Okay. Okay. So just to, just to stay on Philly for a little bit, I mean, obviously there's been trade rumors with the Rockets and James Harden. Um, you know, th- this is something that we haven't gotten to, to speak about yet. Um, how, how do you feel, man? Like, do you, do you think Harden would be a, a fit in Philly? I guess if they trade him for Simmons or trade him for Embiid? Uh, I do. I mean, I, I don't really understand what's the holdup for Philly. I mean, uh, I drive Simmons to the airport. Um, <laughs> now, and I, I'm not, even, I'm not even the biggest Harden fan, but oh, if you try, if you want to win, I mean, you know, you got to make, you got to take some risks. And Simmons is still a ways away from being like, you know, to me, that 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 playoff impact player that you can you can feasibly see, you know, helping you win a conference finals or a finals. I just I just feel like Simmons still has holes in this game, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you can maybe win despite that, but it's just a, a more clear path. Um, Harden's more of a has has more of an all around game. No. The way he likes to play, you know, I don't know how if that's going to work. The dribble, dribble, iso ball in Philly with Embiid, um, but I would imagine he can break out of some old habits to try to win. Yeah, Doc Rivers uh, is is a well. <laughs> I was going to say he, he's the type of coach that should be able to get that to work. I mean, he didn't in, in the Clippers, so I don't take that for what it is. But uh, I, I just feel like the structure in Philly. I, I, I would imagine James Harden would be ready to be ready to change it up and try something different. Yeah. Yeah, man, we'll, we'll see. I mean, as of right now, I mean, Houston isn't budging on I mean, what do you trade, think about that? What, what do you think? Is that something – should Philly be trying to do that? Or I, I just hear Maury, he's saying, like, and beating Simmons, you know, to get, you got to get over that, trying to break them up. They're, they they want to try to win with these guys. I don't know if that's just GM talk, but it doesn't sound like they're ready to make that make that leap. Yeah, I mean, and from Morris' point of view, I'm sure because this is his first year with the team, he's probably like, I want to see for myself type type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being around these guys every day, you know, being able to see their habits. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it, it's changed his perspective on it. So we'll see. I mean, honestly, I totally agree with you. Like, I would absolutely drive Simmons to the airport, hand him his keys. Um, it, it's a wrap. But, I mean... You know, I, I we're we're Ben Simmons haters, quote unquote. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, Harden and MB, I feel like it could work, but you know, um, it it just depends on if Harden realizes who's the man and who isn't. So, yeah. Well, who should we'll, be the we'll man? See. Shouldn't it be? I mean, Harden's better than Embiid, right? So, 
Um, I think Embiid's more valuable than Harden, but obviously James Harden can score 30 points easier, I guess. But I don't know if that necessarily makes him a better. Is okay. Is James Harden better? If I was drafting players right now, I would take Joel Embiid over James Harden. So I think Joel Embiid's better. I mean, he's he he impacts the game on both ends of the floor. Um, like I, I've continually said, he can be an MVP and a Defensive Player of the Year, just like Giannis was. So, um, um, give me Embiid. I, I, if 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 those two guys are on the floor, I would run my offense through Joel Embiid. Now, obviously, I mean, I, I sound like you know a coach of twenty years ago when you just you know pack the paint. That's that's not how the game's played anymore. I get it. But Embiid's special, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's 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 the guy that you should fit your framework around if if it were up to me. But whatever. I wonder if they would even get along. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, Joel Embiid seems like a fun guy. I'm, I'm sure he likes to go to strip clubs. So I think I think we'll be able to get along pretty well. well. Yeah, but Harden, he's kind of the loose kind of guy. I mean, every one of his sidekicks get tired of him every, every two years. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on to Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn is another team that Harden <laughs> Harden has uh, been in trade talks with. I mean. You know, uh, there, there there was talks about a, a super team with KD, Kyrie, and and James Harden in Brooklyn. Um, how, how how would you feel about that? I mean, I personally would love to see it because I know Harden would fuck it up, and um, the the net the Nets would have no chance of winning anything with him there. Um, but what's your unbiased opinion on it? Yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be uh, very very interesting to have those three personalities in that locker room with with Steve Nash coaching and. All of that going on. Um, I mean, I, 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 at this point, I don't really see it. I mean, Joe Harris just re-signed for 25 mil. Is, is Houston taking that? Um, and then um, Karis LeVert, he's okay. I, I don't know. I just I feel like the Nets don't really have the, the guys to, to put together a package that mm-hmm. that uh, the Rockets will want for James Harden. So as, as more time is passing, I'm like, well... Unless Harden just make just pouts and you know becomes a baby, where the Rockets feel like they have to get rid of him, and nobody, no other team can, you know, is really out there to make a trade. I, I don't know. It'd just be, um, you really have to use some mental gymnastics, I think, to imagine uh, the Rockets taking any offer from the Nets with what they have. So I don't see it. Yeah. But assuming it was it was uh, an option and and you know could happen. Um, you know, I think Harden and KD have synergy. Um, is Kyrie going to be fine being the third guy? I mean, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no. So, I don't know. I don't know about the fit. Um, Harden likes to take twenty-five shots. Kyrie takes twenty shots. KD is so good he could he could merge any kind of offensive style. I mean, they might mess around and freeze him out and don't realize that he only he's only getting fifteen shots. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Um, with a new coach, Steve Nash, um, it's just it's it's. If I was the Nets, I would stay away. They're already kind of combustible enough as it is. Um, I think they'd be better served getting like a Bradley Beal, someone who's more chill. If they're going to try to get a third star, um, mm. then that's that's easier to like figure out the pecking order. I think too. Right. But you know, that's not not my not honestly as a Laker fan. I, I don't think I want that. I, I think. I think I'm fine as it is. <laughs> you guys don't need to. <laughs> you guys don't need to make any more trades. No super teams. <laughs> you know, I. I mean, I don't know. Um, I, obviously, I'm biased. I mean, obviously, we're Laker fans, and you know, I'm, I'm looking down the road at at them. Um, but you know, this I I I, I really just hope that KD stays healthy, and this kind of ties into the next point about the Warriors and how Clay has a devastating injury again. Where he just tears his Achilles um, right after tearing his ACL in the finals in 2019. It it just sucks, man. But it it really like really the first thing I thought about was like I really hope KD can stay healthy because I don't want him to get hurt again. But it seems like a trend, man. Like when when you have these devastating injuries, you come back, you rehab, and then you 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 hurt the other leg or like something else just just falls apart it's just it it makes me worry i, I don't want that to happen for KD and it sucks that it's happened for Clay cuz the warriors were really going to have a great year um i mean especially like i i i was looking at them 
real close um, in the Western Conference, man. But uh, what's your reaction to uh, to Clay, man, and him tearing his Achilles? Yeah, I mean, just one more point on KD. So, do you think they should just like kind of load manage him, or sense in a sense, like only play twice a week or something, or like how how uh, much how ba- how much would you baby him? So, no, I mean, at, at this point, I don't know about that. I mean, because he, he's he's been off for a year and a half. I mean, let, let me think. He got hurt in the finals in 2019 too. So, I mean, his first game would basically be 2021. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, like 18 months. I, I think he's good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's hard to say, like, trust the player because, of course, the player is going to want to play. Like, they're <laughs> they're never going to be like, you know what? I'm not feeling great today. Like, they're, yeah, they're not going to do that. got hurt in the first place, right? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, maybe do some type of restriction where, like, you know, no back-to-backs. Like, I, I could absolutely see that. Like, especially in a season like this when you're 72 games, or, like, no back-to-backs, period. Um, you know, if, if, if we've got a four and five nights, like you're, you're playing the first and the last game type stuff. But mm-hmm. other than that, man, like, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, cause he needs to play like he, he needs these reps. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean the, the nets, that might be a problem for them, uh, as far as like their continuity. Um, with their team because Kyrie might need something similar but anyway moving on to the Warriors I totally agree with you that I mean honestly they were I was looking at them as maybe our chief competition mm-hmm. I mean you, you just look at what they did I mean they even what they did to pick up Kelly Oubre with the exception mm-hmm. uh, they drafted Wiseman um, and they got a couple couple debts uh, Baysmore and I think a couple other guys they could have done this with Clay and yeah. they could have been a really deep you know powerful team honestly um, so you know, it's it's sad to see. Honestly, I, even though they were going to be our chief competition, I, I wanted to see them. I mean, I wanted to have them back. Um, while the Lakers were terrible, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. The Warriors were kind of filling the void for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of have a, a fondness in, in my in my heart for, for for how they play. So you know, it sucks. Um, I'm a huge Clay fan. Man, coming a, a torn ACL and a torn Achilles. I mean, I just don't know if he'll be even the same player. Um, defensively especially like athleticism he wasn't the most athletic guy but you know how he plays running around and stuff i don't i don't know he'd be more of like a stationary player now um i don't know so um as far as like now for the warriors i think they could still make the playoffs especially with the expanded field 10 10 teams they could uh at least make it into the play-in right and I, i would take them over like this you know uh you know maybe the suns maybe i don't know some some Team Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Pelicans, you know, Grizzlies, you know, these teams <laughs> that they might be trying to make make it in. Um, you know, because honestly, they'd be a terrifying eight seed even without Clay. I'd, I'd still just be like, oh, I don't know if I want to deal with these guys. But yeah. um, so yeah, I think they'll stay. Uh, still think they they will make the playoffs. Um, I think at best, uh, like a fifth seed. I mean. I, I don't see them being Steph, top four. Averaging 35 a year. Yeah, I'd say Steph's got to put up a MVP caliber season. Draymond's got to turn the clock back. Uh, Wiggins and Oubre, you know, got to assimilate into the style and play some defense. And Wiseman actually got to be an impact player. I mean, all those things happen. I could see them having a good season. But yeah. um, I don't know about, um, you know, championship contention. I, I don't see that um, at all. But. Hey, I mean, even even building towards that, I mean, getting the fifth seed, uh, if Clay does come back next season, I mean, the season after this upcoming one, and they could say keep Oubre and, you know, they get they get the Wolves pick, too, which is, a, a, I think, top five protected. So if they're not all the way back this year, they could still very well be all the way back next year. But I don't know. The clock is ticking on their on their run, man. I don't know. It might be over for them. Yeah, that's the and that's the thing, like. The I mean, three years ago, like the Warriors were a dynasty, and just like that, man, like injury after injury after injury, it can just be gone. That's that's the crazy thing. Um, but yeah, man, ho- hopefully Clay has a great rehab and he can come back healthy and play. Um, I, I, I would hate to see him as a shell of his former self, but like you said, man, two devastating injuries to both legs. It's just it's it's gonna be tough. Um, it's gonna be tough. And as far as them making the playoffs. Man, in in the Western Conference, man, I mean, because it's tight. It's gonna be it, tight. It's 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 very tight, and the we, the playing tournament does help. 
But this is pretty much how we thought about them last year because Clay was hurt last year. Like we were yeah. like we, we were saying the same things. Like Steph's going to have to have an MVP season. Draymond's going to have to do this and that. I mean, they got more talent this time though. Last year they it was do. like they just whole bunch of G League guys. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, you're right. They they I, I just they, had blind they faith. Better. <laughs> yeah, KD, I mean, uh, Clay, uh, Steph and Draymond, Draymond and Steve yeah. Kerr, but. Yeah, they their roster was ass. This year they at least got some some decent vets and some guys that can do something. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, yeah, hopefully the Warriors do have a better season because like you, when the Lakers were trash, we were still watching them every night. But we definitely had the Warriors on the other channel. So, um, <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they can come back and you know wow us again. But um, let's let's move on to uh, Houston, man. We we, we kind of talked about them sparingly. Um, Obviously, there's all these reports coming out about how James Harden wants out, and then the real bomb drops when Westbrook is like, "I don't want to be here anymore either." <laughs> so, like this, this, this is just like, oh my gosh, like Houston is in trouble. Um, and then the, the there was that hilarious like John Wall for Russell Westbrook thing, which was <laughs> I was I was just like I I I think I literally laughed like when 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 you sent this I was like, is this serious? Um, but give give me your opinion, man. Like, what's going on in Houston? Uh, it's kind of what we predicted, right? Didn't we? Our last pod, we was like, man, uh, I yeah. mean, it's it's happened quicker than both of us thought, right? But we were yeah. like, Westbrook or Harding will look around and be like, what the hell? Um, a new coach, new GM, owner's chief, ain't trying to really win. No center. <laughs> now, they end up trading for a young center, and they signed Cousins coming off two or three injuries in seasons in a row. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. what. I guess they're just going to ride it out and try to make the playoffs and – address this again next year i mean i don't really know i guess from the from the owners and you know the front office perspective they're like well we got westbrook and harden under contract uh supermax contracts nobody's going to trade for westbrook except for like trading trash for trash for wall or blake griffin or something um uh, and you know you can't just we he the, the owners broke so he don't want to just have a uh just be tanking and not have anybody watching. They want to have like a decent product on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we're just gonna ride it out and just try to make the playoffs. And you know, <laughs> yeah, <it's crazy. laughs> I, I don't really know what else they can do. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if even trading Wall for Westbrook is. I mean, I think I'd rather have Westbrook, which is kind of sad. Um, <laughs> John, I mean, John Wall. At least I mean, at least Westbrook. You know, he's gonna go out there and play. What Wall is, you know, chubby and. Uh, drugged up and <laughs> keep keeps uh in, falling down the stairs and injuring his Achilles. I don't know what uh, no. So coming off, I think he injured both his legs, both his Achilles or something. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I I'm yeah. interested to see how he's going to look on the on the court. To be honest, John Wall. Um, yeah. So yeah, both of their both of their contracts. Speaking of Wall and Westbrook, they're just basically untradeable at this point. So, ooh we. Is 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 it's funny because like you said, you know, we we've we've kind of been racking on Houston the past few pods, but how right were we? <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is just one of those situations that you just don't want to touch. And honestly, I, I'm I'm starting to feel bad for um for the for the new head coach. Uh yeah, me too. I can't, me too. Like, uh, like Steven he, Silas. He, Steven Silas, yes, thank you. Because he's inheriting this terrible situation. I mean, two superstars that don't want to be there that he's going to take the blame for ultimately. Cause, I mean, when when it's all said and done and the Rockets are 21 and 61 or whatever, um, you on. know, with, you with, with B&Ds. No, nah, I'm just playing. But still, like, the, the, the point remains, when this team doesn't perform, he's going to take the blame. And he's going to be the one that loses his job. And that's just – that's not fair. But – yeah. yeah, it sucks, especially since he's a young black coach, you know. Exactly. Hate to see, you know, you're waiting all your life for this opportunity just for it to be a shit sandwich, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But so, who uh, knows, maybe maybe he'll pull something out of his hat and there'll be actually be surprises. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't hold my breath, but. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see. So let's let's go from one bad organization to, to a great organization in the Oklahoma city thunder. Um, these guys are the pick Lords. Um, they have every pick for every draft for the next five years. They traded CP three to Phoenix. Uh, they traded Steven Adams to the Pelicans, but, um, let's, let's, let's just, let's go step by step here. Let's talk about CP three, man. At this point, he's a journeyman. 
Um, I thought he had an untradeable contract with Phoenix. Was like, nah, we got him. Um, how do you, how do you feel like CB3 would fit in Phoenix? Yeah, I mean, look, he played uh, he played very well last year. He showed he, he showed not only you know as he still got it, but he's also still a leader and he could lead a trash team or a trash roster uh, to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so I think he rebuilt his value. I mean, immediately he he looked more valuable than what when than Westbrook, the guy they he got traded for. Um, I agree. So. You know, I wasn't too surprised that some team wanted him. I thought that maybe even like Philly or, or the Bucks or somebody would try to just go all in for CP3. But alas, he ends up on a rebuilding team who wants to try to make the playoffs. And, you know, I like this move for the for the Suns. I mean, why not? I mean, they were 8-0 in the bubble last year. They showed that they've got some momentum. Um, Monty Williams is doing a good job as a coach with these young team. I, I like Devin Booker uh, taking the next steps. Um they traded Ricky Rubio for for Chris Paul. That's an upgrade, and uh, you know their number one pick, DeAndre Aiden. He's keeping better. He started off slow because he had the suspension from the uh, masking agent from performance enhancing drugs. He's trying to flush it out of system, whatever. Um, but you know he got caught. He took service time, came back, and uh, he improved. He's got better on defense. He's uh, able to stretch the floor a little bit. That's a soft touch and hit the hit the the, the three. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they got a couple other young guys I like, uh, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, um, yep. Dario Sarge. So, I mean, honestly, I think the roster is pretty good, man. I I, I, I was kind of halfway joking with you when I said I could see them making, you know, contending for like the fourth or fifth seed. Mm-hmm. But best case scenario, why not? I mean, if Booker gets better, DeAndre Ayton gets better, a couple of those guys get better. They signed Jay Crowder, I think, is a nice pickup. Um, yep. So, I think I think – I think they're gonna make the playoffs. I, I, I solidly believe they're they're. I want to say they're a lock, but I feel a little more confident about them making it than the, the Rockets. Warriors. And oh, maybe the Rockets. maybe maybe the Warriors. Maybe the Warriors just because mm-hmm. you know if Steph misses a, a couple weeks, it's it's gonna be tough for them. But yeah, um, whereas the the Suns don't really have a lot of pressure. I mean, they want to make the playoffs, but you know if they don't make it, nobody's gonna be too surprised. Yeah. No, man, I, I agree. Um, first of all, I, I love the situation for CP3 um, just because, like you said, like he, he proved his value. He proved that he can still play. Um, he's still clutch. I, th- I think he had the most clutch, clutch time points um, in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter last year. And yeah, uh, like that. yeah, like CP3 is still a very good player, and he can add a lot of value to a guy like Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, just young guys that are hungry, that love the game. Uh, well, I don't know about Aiden, but Booker obviously loves the game, <laughs> and and you know like uh, CP3 is is a junkie when it comes to basketball. So I I think they'll get along really well, and I, I think Devin Booker is going to have a breakout year. Um, yeah, I mean with 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 Clay being gone, it does open up an All Star spot again. So I mean, who who knows if if, if he can grab that? Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely think the Suns are going to be in the playoffs. Um, they'll still get knocked out in the first round, but they'll be a really improved team uh, from last year for sure. Yep, totally agree. Um, what about Stephen Adams, man? Stephen Adams has been in OKC uh, his entire well, well, what? Yeah, I think his entire career. Um, yeah. Now he's finally gone. It's, it's so weird to like see Stephen Adams in a new uniform, like like you know how they always do the little pictures on Twitter and stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, this is Steven Adams, Steven Adams. But um, Portland, I mean, Oklahoma City is really blowing it up, man. Like, what what are they preparing for? <laughs> so what are they preparing for? Yeah, like, are, are they just preparing for the next few drafts? I mean, they, they just want to completely start over? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, they lost Westbrook and, and Paul George and Durant, you know, really, Harden. Yeah, exactly. So it really wasn't – I mean, it's, it's kind of smart. I mean, I like how they played it last year. Um Chris Paul, I mean, they, they didn't really have to tank. The, the draft wasn't going to be good. So um, they just wrote it out, and they ended up making the playoffs and actually built up the value for a lot of their players. So I think that helped them, like, strip it down because now all of a sudden, like, you're able to get a first-round pick for, for Chris Paul. You're able to get a first-round pick for Schroeder. You're able to get a pick for Steven Adams. Um, they kind of – I think Gallinari just walked. But for the most part, most of their guys, they're veterans that they weren't going to really keep around uh, instead of just – blowing it up last year and completely tanking, you know, they, they, they let them rebound the value and now they are to blow it up. And now they have like 50 picks in the next five <laughs> years. Like you said. 
And yeah. so honestly, I mean, it's all gravy. I mean, their record doesn't even really matter. They're just right. they're just going to be a team that just facilitates moves and just picks up picks at this point because they don't have to tank. I mean, they could have three top five picks <laughs> in like one draft <laughs> that they didn't even earn. So, yeah, um, I absolutely love the moves they did. Now, it, it'd be it's going to be tough to be a Thunder fan. I mean, I don't. There's really yeah. nothing to watch. Some on dark this team days coming ahead. Yeah, just like <laughs> Lou Dort and uh, uh, Shea Gilbert Alexander, and that's about it. I mean. <laughs> This uh, is Lou Dort's team now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be tough, but hey, you can dream about just just watch college, <laughs> watch <laughs> watch high school. Yeah, that that, yeah. that eighth grader that you're watching is gonna be your star in <laughs> the next five years. So. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is facts because they but got at least, like no, at least picks. they know where they are, though. I mean, it's there's yeah. there's no disillusions yep. about it. So yeah, very true. Very true. Um, now let's, let's get into why we're really doing this pod. Lakers, baby. Lakers. Yes. No, I'm just playing. But anyway, <laughs> we're here to talk about the Lakers, man. Um, what a, what a, what a season, what an off season. Uh, Rob Polinka uh, should have won GM of the executive of the year. Um, and if he didn't win it last year, he's going to win it this year. I mean, we traded Danny, uh, and I don't, I, I, I'm going to go too fast. So I'm going to hit every one of these bullets. And I want to get your thoughts. So Danny Green, we originally traded him to OKC, and they traded him to Philly, I think. Um, how do you feel about losing Danny, man? Uh, I mean, because honestly, you know, a lot of people hated him in the playoffs because he couldn't hit a damn shot to save his life. Uh, but he was solid for us all year. I mean, and he he did his job. Like, we won the championship. Yep. I mean, he was, he, was, he was guarding everybody he was supposed to guard, and you know, the, the percentages don't lie. He was a 36, 38% three-point shooter. I mean, that's that's what we expected. So, you know, obviously, you know, I, I guess the, the the last memories people have of him is him missing that wide-open shot in the finals. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss Danny, man. I'm not going to lie. What, what about you? You know, I wasn't even that mad at him for missing that wide-open shot. But it's it just felt like in general, like, bro, like, he, he was so wide-open, like, all year. And, he just, it just felt like he missed it every time. Uh, but, I mean, I agree with everything you said. I mean, he was solid. Um, that's probably the best way to explain it. He did his job. Um, mm-hmm. He played defense. Uh, not only just man-to-man, he was a great help defender. Um, yep. uh, all, most of our best lineups had him in there. Uh, so yep. that you know goes to show he had some kind of glue uh, uh, skills there. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Look, I, I feel like Wes Matthews is going to replace like 70, 80 percent of what he did. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think he, he served his purpose. Look, I mean, mm-hmm. we over we overpaid him because he basically waited uh, for Kawhi. And so we, we overpaid, you know, for his services. And that, I think that also kind of colored uh, our, our view of him, too. I mean, we're paying him 15 million dollars and he didn't look really tear it up. He wasn't our third best player. He wasn't, um, I mean, honestly, we probably won without him really, like, I don't know if he needed him to win. Um, mm-hmm. He just kind of needed a, a player like him and right. he did his job. So can't be mad at it. But I think for like our, our salary and our resources, I think it was a good move to trade him and uh, try to find someone to replace him. Honestly, I, I like yeah. the whole playoffs. I, I, I don't know if you remember, I, I've, <laughs> I thought him and Kuzma were like, for sure going to be out of here. I just had that mm-hmm. feeling like LeBron, like if you ain't if you ain't making your shots, man, LeBron, like he, he kind of has that uh like a body language thing where he just like you could tell he done with you a little bit. Like and <laughs> I just I just felt like like he was getting tired of Danny. Like Danny just kept on missing wide open corner shots and LeBron was just like throwing his hands up like, bro, like what I got to do? <laughs> yeah, man. And like I, I, I've totally forgot about Wes Matthews. I uh I forgot to put him on the list. But um since you brought him up. Uh, I want to get my quick thoughts on Wes Matthews. So, I mean, he's been one of those guys in the league that's that's been around. Um, he's been around a few teams now at this point. Uh, he's he's a three and D guy, but he's a little small. Um, I think he's like what six three, six four. So yeah, six four. He yeah, he's shorter than Danny was, but they play the same position. I mean, you know his his uh, his little three point celebration with the bow and arrow. Okay, uh, but. I just, I just hope he produces and kind of like you said, like he, he should be able to fit right in. But you know, Danny, the, 
the thing the thing I'm going to miss the most about Danny is him being able to guard those those bigger wings that we had trouble with, like the Paul Georges or the Kawhi Leonard's or the Jimmy Butler's. I mean, that's when I feel like Wes Matthews at six four, he's going to struggle. I mean, I guess we'll just put coups on those guys, but you know, Danny Dan, Danny was our guy that we would have on those type of guys. So I'll definitely miss Danny for that, and hopefully Wes Matthews can uh, pick up the slack. Yeah, I think you'd be surprised. Um, Wes Matthews, he's only six four, but he he plays a he's little a taller. Yeah, he plays a little bigger mm-hmm. and taller than than he looks. Um, he 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 can he can guard. I want to say like you know he could guard the Kawhis and Jimmy Butlers and all those type of guys. You know as as kind of as good as anybody. His problem is he he's not uh, like his problem compared to Danny defensively. Danny was a little better like moving like laterally and guarding like quicker guys. Um, mm. Whereas Wes, since he had the Achilles tear. He, he's, he doesn't quite have the lateral quickness. Um, but, you know, that's what you got KCP and Caruso for. I think Danny's going to be right. pretty good at, like, you know, bodying up and being being tough on, on some of those bigger physical guys and getting a hand up. And, you know, it's kind of all you need. I mean, honestly, if a guy gets past you, that's why you got your, your bigs to defend the paint. You know, you don't want to just yeah. Olay and let him right past you. But if he does get past you, I'm not worrying too much about that. But, uh, you know, Wes Matthews, he can just keep guys off their spots. Um and, you know, contest in the mid-range, stuff like that, against the Kawhis and Jimmys and all those type of star wings, I think he'll he'll be valuable. I think also yeah. uh, Danny sh- might shoot a little bit better, which <laughs> is funny because I was just complaining <laughs> about, his, about his shot. Yeah. Um, you know, Wes Matthews' percentages are historically a little less than Danny's, too. So he's going to be one of those wow. guys that's going to annoy Laker fans a little bit because he misses open shots. But at the minimum, pretty much, or whatever. I mean, you can't really complain too much. Whereas Danny, who's making $15 million, it's like, bro, like, we pay all this money. You should be, like, five. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty much only good okay, in the so first game against the Clippers. <laughs> let's talk about another guy. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's talk about another guy that we lost in Rajon Rondo. Now, this is somebody that me and you wanted, wanted to see off the Lakers <laughs> since he signed. Um, but... I think both of us agree that these playoffs and these finals and his run completely changed our opinion on him, which is why we, we've apologized to him. However, when we traded for Schroeder, it was kind of inevitable. And apparently Rondo wanted a bigger role. He wanted more minutes, which is fine. He's just not going to get that here. Um, so I'll miss him. But I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not too crushed about Rondo leaving at this point. What about you? Yeah, not at all. I mean, honestly... Yeah, it was, it was ended up being a nice story. Uh, the playoff Rondo was real, but I mean, what, he's about 34, 35. I don't know if you want to gamble on him being able to do that again. Um, he's also kind of injury prone. Um, I think, yeah, I think I, I can't complain at all about getting Schroeder uh, over Rondo. It's an upgrade in every way. I mean, Schroeder's average, his 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 average games are pretty much playoff Rondo's like good games. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, um, I, I I really do like Rondo now. Like, I'm, I'm not a Rondo yeah. hater anymore. Yeah, I'm not a hater. Um, exactly. Glad so, yeah, you know, I, I, I wish him well in Atlanta, and I hope he does mentor Trey, and, you know, he, he helps that team become a playoff team. But, you know, it is what it is at this point, man. Um, what about Dwight and JaVale? We lost both of our centers. This I was not happy about. Um, Dwight and JaVale, but more so Dwight. Dwight Howard, like we we would be in trouble if we didn't have those two guys. I mean, his I mean, I'm I'm talking about all year. I mean, of, of course in the playoffs when we needed him for Jokic and you know, guys like that, but all year like those guys have been really solid for us. Um they've they've been the difference for us when, when you face teams like the Clippers or the Rockets or maybe not the Rockets, but like, you know, teams teams that are just not as big as us like We've been able to dominate them on the glass and dominate them inside because we had those two guys, and now we don't have anymore. Um, so, what is your opinion on losing those two guys, man? Yeah, I mean, our championship season this past season, our, our part of our identity was our size, um, and our, yes. our our not only just our size, but how athletic our bigs are, um, right. know, vertically and you know just defending the rim, dunking everything. Just it was a no fly zone, just lock down the paint. Uh, so it's going to be a different season for us this year. Um, losing Dwight and Javale, getting Marcus Saul, who's more ground bound, and uh, you know Montrez Harrell, who's shorter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm still I'm still kind of salty about losing Dwight because I feel like that 
happen. Um, mm-hmm. um, just feel like, you know, some communication gap there messed that up. And I don't know. I feel like JaVale, I would have been, I would have been fine with losing JaVale and keeping Dwight and getting Gasol and, and Harold. Uh, but I, I would have liked to have at least one athletic big with what we have. Right. Um, JaVale, you know, when it came down to it, he really didn't play a lot in the playoffs. He didn't really, and you know, he really shouldn't have played too much. Mm-hmm. I, was ha- I was happy once Vogel sat him down. But Dwight was valuable uh, most of the time. And I just, I, I hope that Gasol can, can replace some of that, but I'm a little worried about it, um, to be honest. And I don't know. That's that's probably like the one small thing that I'm still like, man, like that didn't have to happen. Losing to White Howard. Yeah. And frankly, I don't know if he's going to really be that good in Philly. Um, I, I feel like we kind of had the magic potion with like some of our, our people room to help keep the white under control and, um, you know, happy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? Maybe they'll buy him out and <laughs> he'll come back to the Lakers at the end. Get the him back. Line. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it just sucks how that went down. Yeah, man, I agree. I agree. But two guys we did get to keep KCP, Marquise Morris. Uh, give me a thoughts on those two guys, man. Um, happy that both were able to come back. Uh, two clutch clients. I wasn't really worried about KCP. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm even happy with what the contract we gave him. I thought we were gonna have to pay him like 18 mil or something crazy uh, per year. You know, only end up being like 12 to 14 per year. So that's mm-hmm. pretty much market value. And uh, got a steal, Markeith getting him at the minimum. I mean, how did that happen? Right. Um, so, I mean, two depth pieces. Honestly, uh, getting Markeith does help a little bit with our with our big depth. He played awesome with uh, AD. Uh, as uh, you know, have I don't know if you want to call him at the five or AD at the five, but in the small lineup with Keith, uh, yeah, we had something great going there. Um, and you know, KCP, he's 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 uh, earned his. Earned his stripes, man. He he's certified now. Can't, can't hate on him. So I'm, I'm glad he's back. I wanted him back. Yeah. I would have been actually kind of crushed if he left, honestly, especially yeah. as how free agency was rolling out. I was like, okay, we really got to keep KCP now. Yeah. Yeah, I, and forgot, I forgot to mention we lost Avery Bradley, another oh, yeah. one of our per- perimeter defensive guys. So, yeah, it, it was imperative that we kept KCP. I'm glad we paid him. Um, and getting getting Keith at the minimum, especially when his brother signed for like 60-something million, yeah, like uh, that's that's just incredible. But I mean, that, that just goes to show that he wants to win, that he understands the situation that we're in right now. So yep. I'm 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 glad. Oh, sorry, I thought you were about to say something. No, I just say <laughs> yep, yep, and, and you know I think it has something to do with uh, they have like a joint account. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I love you too, Julian, <laughs> but I don't know about that. If I'm getting sixty something million, <laughs> you you only get nah, two. You got me. You got me. You got me. I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get your own account now. <laughs> no. But, you know, I, I guess it works out. And I, I was a little yeah. worried he's going to go to the Clippers and take the minimum. It's just to play with his brother or go to, like, the Mavericks and have more of a role. But, yeah, to come back mm-hmm. to the Lakers, I mean, I don't even I don't even know how much minutes we can, like, offer him to guarantee. I, I don't because, yeah, I don't know. I mean, in, I, and I, I feel you saying that because I kind of feel the same way because – we lost Bradley. We lost Danny Green, which are two of our starters. So you would imagine that Kuz, I mean, this is going to be his third year. You would imagine, or, yeah, it's his third fourth year. year. right? You would imagine. This is his fourth year. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. So you would imagine that kind of like Jalen Brown, like they would kind of unleash the beast and give Kuz those minutes, um, yeah. which is going to take away minutes from him. But. Who knows? I mean, maybe he'll just play solely at the five. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll so see. many weapons, yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably the one thing I'm still looking at yeah, is for Kuzma. What's going to be his role, his minutes? I mean, it's almost looking like he's got pushback even more this year than than, mm-hmm. than, than last year. So yeah. I wonder how he's feeling about that, especially I mean, since this will be we, a contract year for him. We kept him, so we have to have some type of plan for him. Like, we can't just – they can't just keep him and let him flounder and then wonder why he's not producing. So I'm 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 sure Rob and Vogel and LeBron, especially LeBron's got it all worked out. Um so uh Dennis Schroeder, man, we, we talked about him a little bit. Uh we got him from OKC. Uh he averaged like nineteen points a game last year, which was really weird for me. I just didn't think he averaged that many points 
Um, but he I mean he's always been a really quick guard. He loves to go right. Uh, he, he's developed yes. a really reliable mid-range jump shot. Um, I'm not sure about his defensive ability, but I know he tries very hard. But I think I think Schroeder would be great coming off the bench for us. Um, and I'm 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 excited to have him, man. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not exactly sure if he's going to start or come off the bench. I don't know if, uh, but since Danny Green's gone, I don't know if they just oh, plan yeah. on starting uh, West Matthews or if they start Schroeder there, right? Uh, or yeah. uh, or Kuzma, yeah, or like Kuz, so. Yeah. So yeah. I think I do. I would think I would prefer him off the bench, but Me maybe too. they just decide that you know now LeBron uh, doesn't want to have the ball all the time no more. Like he wants to kind of chill a little bit because of, uh, okay. you know, the, the quick turnaround and all that. Maybe LeBron, maybe they want to let Schroeder have the keys a little bit and play point guard and Brian kind of chill thinking that yeah. might be an option. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like it, but okay. <laughs> you know, for the regular season anyway, but for, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That might be something they think about, but either way, I figure Schroeder is going to get like 30 minutes. He's going to play a lot, um, whether it's off the yeah. bench or starting. Um, Gasol, like I said, he's he's going to be uh, probably in the like the fifteen minutes range per game, um, maybe less. I mean, I don't I don't really see him playing a lot. Like we got him more for the playoffs for certain matchups, right? I'm thinking. Uh, really? I'm, okay. That's what I imagine. I mean, like I said, because we already we got Keith, we got Gasol, we got Trez. I mean, how many? How are these guys going to play? Um, yeah. Because I think I think Trez is also going to try to be, get about thirty minutes, twenty eight, thirty minutes. Um, whether it's with uh, playing with Gasol in the front court or or, or AD, I don't mm-hmm. see him being the only big out there. I don't think that's smart because uh, he can't really protect the rim. But he's, I think he's a a better defender in certain ways than what people say. Like he's like he's like second in charges per game drawn. Um, oh wow! He's uh he's got some decent foot speed to like help trap and stuff like that. So I think I think they just didn't use him right defensively. He you don't put him on on. Freaking Boban and Jokic, <laughs> and he's, yeah. he can't defend the rim. So, but as long as you got like AD and Gasol helping cover him and let him kind of, and that, that's also nice because AD and Gasol could, could shoot three, so they could space the floor and they could defend the rim. Whereas Trez can be a beast in the middle. I don't know. I, I think there's some synergy there. And then, um, like I said, we like Wes Matthews pretty much plug in, and. Um, who else? We got McKinney. I think we might end up keeping. I don't know if he's going to get any burn. Yeah, uh, probably not. But all in all, I mean, I, A plus plus offseason. Rob Palenka just blacked out and just just said <laughs> uh, uh, he he said he wants his respect too. I guess. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, man. And uh, one more thing about the Lakers, um, because there's a lot of people that don't really understand why AD is waiting so long. Um, can you kind of break it down and like his contract situation and what what you think he's gonna take? Yeah, so he's he's uh seven years in, he's basically or is it eight years in? Uh, but he's basically at the point to where um he can he can do a two plus one, and that lines up his contract with um actually that, that no because LeBron will be a free agent next year, so he could do a one plus one and line it up with LeBron to where. Next season, both him and LeBron and Anthony Davis can be free agents, which would be terrifying. Yes, uh, it would. <laughs> or, or or he can do the two plus one, and that also can align with LeBron because LeBron has a player option next year, so he can opt out or he can just opt in and take it. So either way, he can do something like that. If if AD did the two plus one, he'd uh be elig- he'd he'd be at ten years in the league. He'd be eligible for the designated player extension. Uh, designated veteran maximum extension, whatever they call it, to where it's basically super, yeah, super max, a super super max that you don't have to be on like the team that drafted you to get it. Um, so yeah, it'd be something like two fifty, something crazy. Um, I'd love for him to do that um, too. I mean, of course, as a fan, we want long term, right? Just lock it in. Yep. Um, but I mean, if he wants to do short term deals and hold leverage over the team, so they keep on. Going ham in the off season every year. I mean, whatever. I guess as long as he doesn't leave. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know how how sustainable that is. I mean, at some point we're going to run out of assets here. And um, but you know, as long if we have three championships under our belt by that point, then it is we'll, what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. What it is. We'll live with it. I mean, basically, it just comes down to the length. I don't really know what he had, what he's waiting for anymore, since we've signed it pretty much everybody. 
uh, we have more or less the roster now. So they said he might not say nothing until around Thanksgiving. Mm. So I guess we're just waiting. Fine. It is what it is. I mean, he's he he's not going anywhere, which is the main point. I mean, AD is going to sign with us. Uh, he's just taking his time for whatever reason. Ain't nobody but, got no cap space anyway. But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't tempt them because they'll try. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, this, this isn't on the run sheet, but um, I just looked on Twitter and I saw Powell working out, and it just made me miss Powell so much. Would you like to see Powell Gasol in a Lakers uniform this year? Oh, man. I mean, why not? Uh, we, like I said, we pretty much got a stacked roster. Um, I mean, if just sign him for some kind of non-guaranteed contract. And if we need the roster spot, you can waive him. I'm sure he'll understand. Um, uh, but it'd be nice. It'd be nice to have him back. Um, considering yeah. how things ended, you know, we're, he's in traded rumors. I think we did trade him, actually, in the Chris Paul CP3. trade. three. Yep. Uh, and it kind of got weird ever since. Um he stayed, I think, another two years, but we kept on. He's in rumors both, both like all the time. Uh, then he just ended up leaving, going to the Bulls, and kind of has been weird ever since. Um, until Kobe died, once once Kobe died, Powell's kind of, uh, you know, kind of been back around the organization a lot more. Um, yeah, I think he said he was going to retire, but I think he might have some interest now since his brother's back. Um, we had more of like. Kobe family around uh, with Rob Palenka. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know he's going to look out for Powell. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to have him back. Um, if if not as like as a player, then at least as as a coach or in a, some kind of capacity in the front office or something. I'd love to have him around. Yeah, totally agree, man. Totally, totally agree. So um, the big question is, you know, can the Lakers repeat? I mean, obviously, we've made all these moves to try to do that. Um, you know, no team has ever repeated with the same exact team. They've made they've made changes along the way. Um, so, man, what 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 do you think? Do do the Lakers have a good shot at repeating for this year? Man, they have to have the best shot. I mean, I don't even I I, I don't think there's really anybody in the West I'm worried about anymore. I mean, the Clippers. I think they might have gotten a little worse if or, or at least the same they lost the score their third score um in Montrez Harrell and they got a player that might be better for them in the playoffs and maybe you know maybe they have more synergy now that they have the roles defined or you know whatever Ty Lue does but mm-hmm. as it stands now I think we got better I mean I don't think I don't see really any much they can exploit on us besides just Kawhi again uh, and then the Nuggets losing Grant I think that's that's hard for them um that's a guy that they had on LeBron to defend, mm-hmm. um, and and Kawhi actually, um, and and others. So Michael Porter Jr. can't play any defense right now. He'll help them. <laughs> you know, he'll be nice to step in and you know get some minutes and develop and get better offensively. But that's gonna be a problem. And then I don't I'm not worried about anybody else in the West. Uh, and then the East, I feel like the Bucks. I mean, I don't really know. They might have gotten better for the playoffs. I don't know. Drew Holiday might be marginally better than uh, having Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. Right. But I don't know. They kind of lost their depth. Um, and then I'm, I'm not really there with the Nets. I got to see I got to see it first. And then the Sixers, uh, I'm not quite there yet either. I think I think whoever comes out the East will be just happy to make it to the finals. Mm. Uh, unless it's like the Heat. Um, but I, I think the Heat are going to have – I mean, they, they – they might be back too. I mean, they pretty much brought the same squad, and their their young players are gonna get better. They mm-hmm. surprised us just making it, but hell, they might be back again. So, well, all in all, I don't I don't see anybody that uh, as as a Laker fan that we should be totally worried about that got like incrementally, you know, better. Whereas the Lakers are definitely big winners. I don't see anybody else, any other contenders on that plane. But maybe that's just being cocky. You know, mm-hmm. that's just on paper. You got to play the games. So. Yeah. No, man, I, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, like, you know, as, as far as the Clippers getting Ibaka, um, I, I, I don't know if it necessarily makes them better. Um, but, you know, the Clippers are going to be one of those teams that's waiting for the season to start because everybody's talked so much shit about them. Those guys True. are going to be waiting to prove everybody wrong. They might be hungry. So, yeah, yeah like I, I really think those guys will come in with a chip on their shoulder. 
Um, so I mean, that's that's good for them. That's good for the game. The Nuggets losing Grant. I, I mean, it hurts, but I, I I think they let him go because they're they're expecting Michael Michael Porter Jr. to make a big jump. Um, I mean, if <laughs> we saw the kid in the bubble um, doing what he was doing, man. So if if he can get better, if if Michael Porter Jr. can average like fifteen to twenty a game, the Nuggets are going to be scary because uh, they J- Jamal Murray is the truth. Jokic well, hold on. Truth. We, we got to so. make sure that he wasn't just on some bubble boy stuff, Jamal Murray. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> see, he was he was looking like Steph Curry out there, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, we gotta that's see, see that again. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, Milwaukee. Um, I, I, yeah, um, Giannis is bouncing. It's a wrap for them. Uh, this dude, way he signed in the supermax. So, yeah, um, it's a wrap for them. But the NBA season, man, it officially starts on December twenty second, three days before Christmas. It's uh, which is like four weeks from today as we're recording this. Uh, man, what a turnaround. Um. I know that we've spoken extensively about, you know, how, how we're going to rest guys and things like that. I mean, at this point, the schedule hasn't even come out. But um, I think Jared Dudley said something about we've got the Clippers on opening night and then the Nets on Christmas, which would be insane. Jared Dudley. So <laughs> um, he just know he getting signed by the Lakers, huh? I, right. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He, he's out here like, yeah, you know, we. So. <laughs> I mean, it, it, whatever, you know, I mean, who who knows if, if that's if that's fact or if that's just something that, you know, that he saw. I, I don't know. But that's that's what he said. So that, that's a hell of a starting schedule. And LeBron's not going to be able to rest on those games. So um, how do you how do you feel about the season starting so early? And, you know, our players in particular not being able to get appropriate rest? Yeah, I mean, that's the conundrum, right? Some teams are going to be ran at the ran at the bits to get out there, chomping at the bits, whatever the term is. Um you know, teams that didn't make the playoffs or teams like the Clippers and maybe, you know, just itching to rewrite their narrative. Um, for the Lakers, I think that's kind of why they got Schroeder and Montrez Harrell, some of these young guys to help put up points and carry the load early. So I think mm, they'll be fine. Um, um, I mean, it's, it is crazy that we're starting so early. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just now wrapping my head around it. I mean, is it uh, like training camp and media day all that next week? Yep, next week. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Um, so, I mean, as a fan, I can't be, I can't be mad at it. Uh, I, I love the NBA. I love basketball, having it back in my life. I mean, I'm, I'm welcome with open arms. Um, hoping guys don't get hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. just hoping there's not a lot of injuries, um, from the, the turnaround and all that. I don't really know how they plan on pulling this off with, uh, with COVID. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I think they're, they're playing on in their own arenas, um, like I said, the schedule hasn't came out, so I don't know if they plan on like doing like baseball thing where you play the same team like two, three times in a row or something to prevent travel. Um, uh, so I don't know. It's it's still a lot of things we don't know about how to expect this to turn out. I mean, uh, there's also going to be like COVID. There's going to be positive cases now. I mean, we didn't get that mm-hmm. at all in the bubble. You imagine without a bubble, there's yeah. got to be some cases, right? So For I don't sure. know how, how that's going to play out. Uh, so, I mean, more to come, I guess. Yeah. But I'm excited. More to I, come, for sure. That's how I feel is excitement. It's starting to come now after the draft and, and after uh, the free agency, which we didn't talk about the draft. I mean, <laughs> we we didn't really know much about the draft, so we can, we can talk about it. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, there, and you know, we, we wouldn't got to talk extensively about it, but I, I did want to bring up Anthony Edwards, who was the number one pick. Uh, his comments about how, you know, he don't really like basketball like that. And uh, did, did, did you see the comments, first of all? I, I didn't. I heard a little bit about it, but okay. he seemed like the type of guy that's just in front of money. Yeah, basically, that's what he said. Like, he was just like he he basically he said something along the lines of I don't, I don't really like basketball like that. I'm just good at it. Um, you Ooh. know, like he I, I think he said, yeah, I know that's that's not what you want to hear. From me. He, did he say that before or after uh, you got drafted? No, it was in like a pre-draft radio interview or something. Oh, Let me see if I can pull it up. Something along those lines, and he 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 says something like, you know, in in the NFL you can like showboat, and but the NBA you can't really do that. I'm like, huh? So, yeah, he was he was definitely wilding with that. Um, let's see, in basketball, and like he he really into music. He want to be a rapper and stuff. Even with all so, that said, I mean, even everything I've read and saw from the guy. 
he just seems like 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 what you just said. I'm not surprised at all that he seems <laughs> like a guy who doesn't care much about basketball. <laughs> this is it's, to me. This is like Andrew Wiggins 2.0 in, in bright and neon letters to me. Ooh. And it's, it's ironic that the Timberwolves drafted him. Same team that drafted <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still not really into it. Yeah, I can't find it. But yeah, basically, it, it was hilarious. It made me laugh. I was just like, wow, this kid really said that. It, it, it kind of made me think that he said it on purpose just because he didn't want to go to Minnesota. Maybe, um, maybe. But, you know, who knows? We'll tell. I, I think all of these guys are talented. Um, and I'm, I'm happy for LaMelo going to Charlotte. I think he'll be able to shine there. He's immediately going to get the ball. Um, even with Gordon Hayward there, Terry Rozier, um, they got a couple guys. They, they might need to ship Rozier out of here. He was just, he was complaining with the, uh, with the Celtics that Gordon Hayward yeah. was taking his touches and, and, uh, Jalen Brown and all those guys, they, they had too many guys. So, mm. uh, I, I don't know. So, uh, is it, wasn't Jordan talking about getting Westbrook? <laughs> 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 they got Gordon Hayward now, so maybe they try to make yeah. the play. You know, they try to make the six seed go and trade for Westbrook. Do it, trade, <laughs> trade everybody. Do I do it. like I do like Wiseman though. I mean, I don't. You know, obviously we only saw like three games from him in Memphis, but everything I've seen, the guy is seven foot, athletic, doesn't hasn't you no know, no crazy injury history. He's got a soft touch. Uh, he could he look, he could make threes from what I've saw in, in like some of his tape. I think he'll be good for the Warriors. Honestly, without Clay now and everything considered, um, their number one priority, of course, try to make the playoffs. But number two is just like develop Wiseman. Like they need mm-hmm. to make sure every everything they're doing is to get him better. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. All right, man. Look, we've had a great pod. Talked about a lot of things. Got into a lot of topics. Um, it was really fun, man. We're gonna do it again. Of course, when the schedule drops or if there's more trades, which I'm sure there will be. But I uh, really appreciate you being on the pod, man. It was a great one. Yeah, man. It's fun. It's going to be a fun season, I think. I agree, man. I agree. <laughs>